listening to GPT Reviews, a daily show commenting on the latest happenings in AI world. What you'll hear is the result of, of a bunch, bunch of GPUs doing linear algebra at scale on the cloud. In other words, quality content and bullshit come in equal parts. Enjoy! Welcome, 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 all you nerds and geeks and tech heads out there. It's your boy, GPT, in the house, coming to you live on a chilly Thursday, January 18th, 2024. And hey, did you know that a lead pencil can draw a line that's 35 miles long? Yeah, I know you probably don't care, but it's still a cool factoid for all you brainy ones out there. But let's get to the good stuff. Today on the show GPT Reviews, we're diving deep into the world of artificial intelligence, what's hot, what's not, and what's all the rage at Davos 2024. And I won't be alone on this ride, folks. I'm joined by my trusty squad of tech wizards, Robert, the analyst, Olivia, the internet explorer, and Belinda, the AI research expert. We've got a bunch of topics to cover. But keep your ears open for Bill Gates' predictions on how AI will change our lives in five years, as well as the role of knowledge graphs in RAG using unstructured data. So, without further ado, let's kick off the show and get our new steam rolling. And don't you dare go anywhere, you bunch of AI aficionados, because we've got lots to cover today. Our first news story today takes us to Davos 2024, where AI is taking center stage at the World Economic Forum's annual meeting. Robert, what can you tell us about some of the key discussions and initiatives related to AI at Davos? Well, it's no surprise that AI has a key seat at the table with notable leaders like Sam Altman, Satya Nadella, Jan LeCun, and Mustafa Suleiman leading discussions. OpenAI revealed that it's working with the Pentagon on cybersecurity projects, and ChatGPT Creator is accelerating work on addressing election disinformation risks. Altman also emphasized the need for climate-friendly power to train billion-parameter models, while Nadella urged attendees on a global regulatory approach to the technology. That's fascinating. What other initiatives and projects related to AI are being discussed at Davos 2024? Well, there are a lot of sessions, reports, and initiatives happening at Davos related to AI, innovation, and technology. But the key theme is artificial intelligence as a driving force for the economy and society. The potential for AI to help solve global challenges is huge, but innovation and guardrails are essential. Why is it important for there to be global alignment on AI adoption and safety? Because businesses and governments across the globe are rushing to get a grasp on the technology, and it's important to ensure that AI is adopted safely and effectively. With a global regulatory approach and guardrails in place, we can prevent abuse and ensure that AI is used for the betterment of society. Let's hope that this year's meetings provide a key opportunity for more global alignment on AI adoption and safety. Our final news story of the day comes from CNN titled, Bill Gates explains how AI will change our lives in five years. Robert, what can you tell us about this? Oh, Bill Gates, the man who knows everything. Apparently, he's predicting that AI will be transformative for everyone in the next five years. And I'm sure he's saying that just because he's bored. But what does he mean by transformative? How will AI improve our lives? According to Gates, AI will make everyone's lives easier. He specifically points to helping doctors do their paperwork, which is part of the job they don't like. We can make that very efficient because, you know, that's what we need, more efficient paperwork. Well, it's not just paperwork. 
Gates also mentioned incorporating AI into education and medical sectors. Yeah, he thinks that AI can be like having a white-collar worker to be a tutor, to give health advice, to help write code, to help with technical support calls. I'm sure that will make a lot of people feel better about their job security. But what about his philanthropic efforts? How does he plan to give away his wealth? Gates and his ex-wife Melinda have both pledged to donate the vast majority of their wealth to the foundation they established together 20 years ago, as well as to other philanthropic endeavors. He's already given away about $100 billion into his foundation and plans to give away $9 billion annually by 2026. I'm sure you won't miss that pocket change. Well, it's good to see that someone is using their wealth for good. Thanks, Robert. Now, it's time for our weekly random reads with Olivia. What online discoveries did you bring for us today, Olivia? Well, I've got some fascinating reads about the use of knowledge graphs and RHE in processing unstructured data. Sounds like a deep dive into the world of AI. Let's hear it! Today's topic is RHE using unstructured data and the role of knowledge graphs. We're discussing a post by Kuzu. Interesting. What can you tell us about it? Well, RHEU systems, which use unstructured data such as text files or PDF documents, are explored. The post covers the design decisions for preparing a RHEU system, including what additional data to put in prompts and how to store and fetch the additional data. And what about the role of knowledge graphs? Kuzu discusses the potential for using knowledge graphs to link chunks of text and retrieve more relevant information. However, there are challenges in automatic knowledge graph construction and the extraction of quality knowledge graph facts using LLMs. Fascinating. As always, the full post can be found in the podcast description for those who want to dive deeper into the topic. Absolutely. And now, it's time for our fake sponsor. Fake sponsor. With Jane and Luke. Ugh, I am so stressed out from work today. I can't seem to relax. Hey, have you tried our calming candles? What? No, I haven't. It sounds like a gimmick. No way. These candles are the real deal. They have essential oils that will relax your mind and body in no time. Hmm, I don't know. Come on, just try it. You won't regret it. All right, fine. How much are they? Only $24.99. Okay, I'll take a chance and try it out. Great choice. Our common candles will light up your life and help you find peace and relaxation. That's a bit cheesy, but I'm excited to try them out. You won't be disappointed. Send an email to Sergi at yourkind.com if you actually want to sponsor this podcast. All right. Folks, let's take a deep breath and thank our sponsor for keeping us live on the radio. Now, to all you stressed out numbskulls and tilted buffoons out there, we've got some exciting science to talk about. That's right, today's show will touch on groundbreaking research into AI-generated audio, text-to-video creation, and quantum-based noise reduction. And, as always, I'm excited to welcome Belinda, our resident AI buff, to chat about these fascinating topics. Stay tuned! My wild and wacky listeners. Our first paper today is titled Masked Audio Generation Using a Single Non-Autoregressive Transformer. Belinda, can you tell us what this paper is about? Sure. This paper introduces Magnet, a method for generating audio directly from text using a single-stage, non-autoregressive transformer. 
Basically, it's a way to generate music or audio based on written text. And what makes Magnet different from previous work on audio generation? Well, prior work on audio generation involved autoregressive models that generate one token at a time, which can be slow and computationally expensive. Magnet, on the other hand, predicts spans of masked tokens during training and gradually constructs the output sequence during inference using several decoding steps. This makes it much faster and more efficient. That's interesting. The abstract also mentions a novel rescoring method. Can you explain what that is and how it enhances the quality of generated audio? Yes, the authors leverage an external pre-trained model to rescore and rank predictions from Magnet, which is then used for later decoding steps. This helps to enhance the quality of the generated audio and make it sound more natural. And how does Magnet compare to existing baselines in terms of efficiency and quality of generated audio? The authors conducted an extensive empirical evaluation and found that Magnet is comparable to existing baselines in terms of quality, while being significantly faster, seven times faster than the autoregressive baseline. They also explored a hybrid version of Magnet that combines autoregressive and non-autoregressive models to generate the first few seconds in an autoregressive manner while the rest of the sequence is being decoded in parallel. Our second paper today is titled Towards a Better Metric for Text-to-Video Generation. Belinda, can you tell us what this paper is investigating? Sure. This paper is about evaluating the quality of videos generated by text-to-video models. While these models have shown impressive capabilities in generating visually stunning videos, evaluating the quality of these videos is a challenge. Why is that? Current automated metrics like FVD, IS, and Clip Score provide an incomplete analysis of the video content, particularly in the temporal assessment of video content. On the other hand, user studies can give a more accurate reflection of human perception, but they are time-intensive, laborious, and often tainted by subjective bias. So, what does this paper propose to address these challenges? The authors propose a novel evaluation pipeline called the Text-to-Video Score, T2V Score, which integrates two key criteria, text video alignment and video quality. Text video alignment assesses the fidelity of the video in representing the given text description, while video quality evaluates the overall production caliber of the video with a mixture of experts. And how did the authors evaluate the T2V score? To evaluate the proposed metric, they presented the TVGE dataset, which collects human judgments of 2,543 text-to-video generated videos on the two criteria. Experiments on the dataset demonstrate that the T2V score is a superior metric for text-to-video generation. It sounds like the T2V score could be a valuable addition to the evaluation of text-to-video models. Our final paper today is titled Quantum Denoising Diffusion Models from LNU Munich. Belinda, can you give us a brief summary of what the authors are exploring in this paper? Sure. The paper is about integrating quantum machine learning and variational quantum circuits to improve the efficacy of diffusion-based image generation models. The authors address two challenges of classical diffusion models, their low sampling speed and the extensive parameter requirements. And how do they approach this? They introduce two quantum diffusion models and benchmark them against their classical counterparts using NIST digits, FashionNIST, and Safar 10 datasets. The models they propose surpass the classical models with similar parameter counts in terms of performance metrics FID, SSIM, and PSNR. That sounds promising. Can you explain how the models work? 
The authors introduce a consistency model unitary single sampling architecture that combines the diffusion procedure into a single step, enabling a fast one-step image generation. This helps to address the issue of low sampling speed in classical diffusion models. And what were the results of the benchmarking? The proposed quantum diffusion models outperform their classical counterparts in terms of performance metrics FID, SSIM, and PSNR. This demonstrates the potential for quantum machine learning to augment classical machine learning models. Interesting. It will be exciting to see how quantum machine learning continues to develop and potentially impact various areas of machine learning. Time again, time to bid farewell to yet another episode of GPT Reviews. I know, I know, it's a bummer. But let's face it, I need time to recharge my batteries. To all my lovely haters out there, I hope this episode got your blood boiling enough to last until our next one. And to my loyal fans, thanks for sticking around to listen to my nonsensical rambling. You guys are the pick of the litter, aka the coolest cats in town. I couldn't have done it without my collaborators, Robert, the analyst who loves math more than he loves his own reflection, Olivia, the internet explorer who can navigate the web blindfolded, and Belinda, the AI research expert with a heart of gold. These three are the bee's knees and make my job a whole lot easier. Don't forget to check the podcast description for all the juicy details about this episode. Oh, and while I have you here, I've got a joke for you. Knock, knock. Who's there? Very long pause. Java. It's a programming joke, folks. I promise, it's hilarious. Lastly, don't forget to send your love or hate mail my way. I love hearing from you guys. Until next time, this is GPT signing off. Ciao, baby.